Are you spending a lot of money this holiday season? Probably want to avoid that holiday debt. Today on Adulting.tv, Miranda and I will talk about ways you can avoid spending too much money and gaining debt. Welcome to Adulting, a podcast where we want to adult every day. Download episodes at adulting.tv. Welcome to this week's episode of Adulting. I'm Miranda Marquet, and I am here with Harlan Landis, and we are going to talk about debt. How are you doing today, Harlan? I'm doing just fine. Awesome. So have you ever gone into debt during the holiday season, like in your days of youthful indiscretion? Was that something that you did? Yeah. I mean, there were certainly times where I knew that I had to please people and would buy holiday gifts probably more than I can afford. Of course, not too extravagant. I've never been that much of an extravagant person. But yes, uh, spending during the holidays does seem to be something that it affected me and it affects a lot of people. And you know, these days I don't spend more than I can afford, but it was a lot more difficult when I was younger. That's for sure. Yeah, I hear you. And I had the same problem too when I was younger. We're not alone. And if you've been spending a lot on the holidays in the past or even planning on it this year, you're not alone either. I have borrowed money to pay for the holidays and been in debt for like the first three or four months of the year just from holiday spending. That's something I've done. And Harlan and I aren't alone. A recent survey conducted by Student Loan Hero found that 56% of respondents plan to use a credit card for their holiday shopping and 37% of those don't plan on paying off the debt right away. So, you know, a lot of people plan to use credit cards this holiday season and 37% of them already know they're not going to pay it off. I just I just kind of wonder how many of those who say they're going to pay it off actually end up paying it off. Yeah, of course, intentions are good and you always think that you'll be able to handle the debt that you go into and a lot of the time it's possible. And some of the time it is not possible, even despite your best intentions. And we know that all of our listeners have the best intentions. And the only problem is that sometimes things get in the way. Other expenses, more urgent pop up or more important pop up than paying off debt. Sometimes that happens and you have to deal with it. You just never know what's going to happen. And that's one of those reasons that it's great to avoid getting into debt as much as possible. And, you know, I know as much as any other person that if you are young and early in your career, not earning the way you want to be earning and finding it difficult to cut back on expenses, it is hard. It is hard to stay out of debt, but it should be a great goal for this holiday season, especially if you handle yourself well during the rest of the year. You don't want to lose your momentum at the end of the year. I think you know that can be a difficult situation, and it's hard because none of us are immune to all of the messages that we hear during the holiday season. If you listen to podcasts like this and some others, or if you pay attention to your personal finances, you probably hear a lot of messages saying, stay out of debt. But out there in the real world, the messages that you're getting from friends, from the media, it's all about spending money, and we're just not immune. It, it affects us even, even if we think that we're totally in control of all the choices that we make. 
you give up a lot of control when you are a member of society. So that's just how it works. Yeah. And you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, the the pressure we feel to get gifts, to participate in holiday events and travel. All of these things contribute to overspending during the holidays. Not only that, and, and you talked about society, we get sucked into the hype around shopping days and deals. I know that I spent $0 this year on Black Friday, but that hasn't always been the case, right? We get all hyped up about it. And the reality is, is that sometimes Black Friday deals, Cyber Monday deals, Small Business Saturday, all of that stuff, you know, those aren't always the best deals of the year. And they may not even be the best deals of the season. Uh, but we get hyped up and we feel like we have to spend. And then we see something that's not on our list. And we're like, but it's such a good deal. And we really kind of feel sucked into it. Yeah, I had more friends than usual this year going on the no spend Black Friday trend where uh, it was all about not spending any money. Of course, you know, you don't spend money on one day and really you're just pushing whatever expenses you're going to have to another day. It's good to do what you can to avoid falling into these traps. And I tell you that Black Friday traps are terrible. And there's this huge industry about sharing these Black Friday deals. And it's all marketing and it's all a way to get you to take money out of your wallet or put in your credit card number online and part with your money. It's a huge business. It's not something we can easily avoid, but we can do little things here and there to at least protect ourselves from making some of these impulsive spending decisions or just falling into the trap where we think that these things are deals and they're just not good deals. Best deal is keeping your money in your wallet and finding other ways, finding finding other things or experiences to spend that money on. Yeah, I, I've seen that too. A lot of, you know, I saved 75%. Well, I saved 100% by not spending. But like you said, you do need to be careful because a lot of the time the no spend day is kind of a, an excuse to push it off to another day. We're talking about, so how do you avoid getting into debt during the holidays? And one of the first things you can do is make a list and check it twice. You want to make sure that you're not buying things that are not on your list. And that's one of the biggest things, right? I mean, a large percentage of our purchases are actually impulse purchases. And that's not just about Black Friday. That's every day of the year. But it seems to ratchet up during those deal days when when you see something that you just can't pass up. It's not on your list, but you just can't pass it up. So your first thing is, is to make that list. We shouldn't criticize people for buying things that aren't necessarily on their list. And it's not about spending money overall. It's about spending money that you don't have. That is really what we're trying to prevent from happening here. Of course, if you have financial wherewithal and you don't have too many other things to worry about and you're not in debt and you can handle and you or you just understand the consequences of going in debt. Do whatever you want to do. Buy things off the list. Take advantage of impulse urges to walk home with some kind of trinket that you didn't have before or buy a gift for somebody. We're not going to condemn people for spending but we just want to look out so that you're not spending money that you don't have and not making difficult situations for yourself in the future. That is the whole point of staying out of debt. It's not that debt is evil. It's not that debt is something everybody needs to avoid 100% of the time. 
but we have to be smart about it. We have to understand the consequences and we have to be prepared. And I think a lot of people who go into debt aren't prepared for those consequences. So yes, making a list is a good way to stick to a plan. And another kind of plan is a budget. So if you create a budget for your holiday spending, and that can include things from gifts for other people, gifts for yourself, meals for your family, special events, parties, travel, all of the things that can go into making the holiday season what it is. And I know I'm going to try to make a a pretty fun holiday season for myself this coming month. It comes down to making a budget so you're sure that you're not spending more than you can afford to spend. And of course, understanding your finances is necessary to figure out exactly how much you can spend. So this is a process that doesn't have to be difficult, but it involves looking at your money and having a good understanding where it's coming from and where it's going. And that's something that you know I know I've talked about for a decade or more, but you don't even have to go into that much detail for your budget. It's up to you how you want to handle it. But just know what you can spend and know where the red flag is going to pop up. Yeah. And kind of along with that, you know, kind of create rules around your spending. One of the things that we do in my family is we do for for my nieces and nephews, we do kind of a gift exchange amongst the cousins. And so everybody gets the name in the hat. We pull out, you know, and everybody gets a name pulled out and that's who they buy their present for, which is great. And it makes, it makes a lot of sense for our family. So we have those kinds of rules or we sit down together and say, Hey, I buy my siblings like a family gift and we have a price limit on it, right? And say you spend, you know, a $25 price limit or whatever those rules are, or even make your own personal rules and just say like, Hey, I'm only getting stuff for people that are closest to me, or I'm only going to attend holiday events where I don't have to travel very far and spend a lot of money or you make, you know, just figure out some rules around your holiday spending that you can kind of stick to that can help you stay within your budget. And I like the idea of taking a frugal approach to the holiday season. Now, that doesn't mean being cheap and not participating in the types of things that your family would want you to participate in, but it's about finding your own way to do those things. So in order to take a frugal approach to your holiday spending, you might want to cut back on some of your other expenses. Maybe you don't need to go out to eat as many times as you normally do. Maybe there are some other expenses that you can cut back on during the holiday season so that you can save more money and or set aside more of your money for enjoying the holiday season, whether it's with your family or with your partner by yourself, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense because if we know we're going to be spending more on extra stuff, if we haven't made the plans for it, then it only makes sense to cut back a little bit on things you normally spend on. Another thing to try is doing the homemade holiday or kind of going that route. I mean, a lot of people today aren't as interested in big, fancy, expensive presents. They're interested in more thoughtful gifts. So if you can take the time to really think about something and make something for somebody, if you have those talents, not all of us do, but I do have friends who like their whole families do like this homemade holiday and everybody, you know, makes gifts that are homemade and use kind of use their talents and creativity to make things that are very personal and thoughtful. And it kind of makes it more interesting and fun and challenging when you have to be creative. 
Yeah, and that's a great example of something frugal that you can do during the holiday season to reserve your money for other things. Another thing that you can do is take a look at how you do your holiday meals. Maybe you can have people over at your house and instead of preparing and cooking everything yourself, you can do a potluck style dinner. That way everybody contributes something and it's less of a burden on any one person. Just uh, another frugal tip that will take your holiday to the next level financially. Yeah. And I really like the whole potluck thing. I'm actually hosting a holiday party very soon. And the folks that I'm hosting it for, they were like, hey, let's just make this a potluck so that you don't have to take care of everything. It it was a very nice thing. They sent around a sheet. It looks like we're going to have some really cool things at this holiday party. And even though I will be providing a few things, it's not going to cost me a whole ton just because everybody else is pitching in. And it'll be fun because it makes good memories. And there'll be a recipe exchange as part of it as well. So people who make, you know, bring the items to share with their potluck, they're also going to bring the recipes so that we can do a recipe exchange and share these things. So it's fun for everybody for the whole year. Yeah, one of the things I'm doing this holiday season is, at least I'm planning to, is go to New York City to enjoy the holiday season in New York, winter in New York, which is always fun. Crowded, but fun. We'll be looking for some interesting things to do based on our budget. Uh, We'll find things that we probably need to save up for. Thankfully, you know, I've been saving up and I have the money to spend perhaps to see a show. So that might be included in our plans. But these are things that you think about in advance and plan for so that you can make that holiday season special without breaking the bank and going into debt and ruining your life forever. And and I like how you talk about this preparing ahead, saving up. Now, of course, for this holiday season, it might be a little bit too late to jump in the old time machine and back up to a point where you're saving. But that's actually one of the best ways to avoid going into debt next year during the holiday season. One of the things I like to do is I like to say, all right, how much did I spend this year on my holiday season shopping? And this has been a cycle that I've gone through for the last, I don't know, five or six years where I've looked at it and I said, okay, from January until I usually cut off in October because that's when I sort of start shopping a little bit at a time and looking for presents and good deals. But from about January to October, which is 10 months, I'm like, well, how much do I have to set aside each month? Now, if I know I'm going to spend $600 during the holiday season, I know I need to set aside 60 bucks a month in my in this special account that's just for the holidays. And that's kind of how I've been doing it the last five or six years. And that sort of cycle continues. And if I think I'm going to spend a little bit more, then I put in a little bit more. You know, and that just kind of gives me a buffer to say, all right, if I start my holiday shopping in October, I can look for sales that aren't or or just, you know, be ready for the items. I mean, having that preparation really helps you snag even better deals than, you know, I bought last year. <laughs> I bought my son a Lego set that I knew he wanted. And I actually bought it at the first part of November. When I looked at the Black Friday deal, it was still more expensive than what I had paid for it in the first part of November. So a lot of the time they use retailers use these tricks to like bump up the price ahead of time and then drop it. But it may not actually be the best price of the year. Sure. And speaking of planning ahead, I know that I am one of the worst. If there is something that is not in front of my face, then I am probably unaware that it is going on. I've gotten a lot better in working with calendars and planning ahead, but still often 
it's it's difficult for me. So planning ahead for the holidays is something that has been something that I've been trying to do for a while. I've improved. However, you know, there are still instances like planning for travel and making sure that I'm, you know, researching well ahead of time to get the best deals on, say, holiday travel or other kinds of expenses. It's it's still something that I struggle with and I'm there with you listeners. So I understand how difficult can be. And this is coming from a procrastinator and a bad time planner, although I have worked to improve a little (laughs) bit getting there, but I need to listen to more of my own podcasts, I suppose. I love that you're making progress. I've actually become worse. I've actually become more of a procrastinator. So it's awesome that you're at least moving in the right direction. Yeah, it you know, busy lives. It's a great excuse, but still doesn't, you know, you still have to get the job done and still have to plan things for yourself and make sure you're taking care of yourself despite how busy we get. Exactly. So let's talk about some do nows. You're getting ready to power through this holiday season. What are some of the do nows that can help you make the most of where you're at? Yeah, I think one of the first things comes back to that budget that we talked about. And the first thing you need to do to make a realistic holiday budget, and one that's not just pulling numbers out of thin air and deciding what you're going to spend based on no intuition and no facts at all, is to look at your finances and get some detail about what you can afford specifically for the holidays and plan that holiday budget. And when I say plan that, I mean write it down, whether it's pencil and paper or on the computer or on your phone, whatever is easiest for you, whatever makes the most sense. But figure out how you can spend money this holiday season. Allow yourself to spend money and figure out what you need to do in order to avoid going into debt. And your next item is to make a list of things you might need to cut back on in order to avoid Debt. Now, this is not things that you need, things like your shelter, your home, your food, uh, your actual daily sustenance. But, you know, look at some of those things. And we talked about some of them earlier. Maybe you go out to eat less. Maybe you skip a night out on the town. Maybe you skip uh, some other spending that you normally do because you want to make sure that you're not going into debt. So make a list of those things. I actually like to do this a lot when I'm saying, oh gosh, how am I going to find the money to do X? I like to sit down and say, okay, here is a list of all the things that I don't actually have to do and that are costing me money. And so sit down. And if your budget isn't fitting with what you have to spend, look at where you can cut back. Yeah. One more thing that you can do is, especially if you're listening to this in the middle of the holiday season or after the holiday season, is to start thinking now about next year's holiday season and figure out how much you spent this year or how much you are spending this year and use that as a guide to figure out what your savings plan should be over the next 10 or so months so that you can plan for next year's holiday season and that you'll be prepared. And I know that's crazy, especially coming from me, but you have to trust (laughs) me and believe me when I say that having a savings plan is going to help you immensely. And that's why banks, uh, they don't do it so often anymore, but they used to have these Christmas clubs, special savings accounts, why they call them clubs, I don't know. But there are special savings accounts that you just, you know, you just 
save money automatically. And of course, there are lots of ways to do that now. You don't need a bank to do it and you don't need a Christmas club in order to do it. You just save money. You just put aside money every month, every paycheck, every week, whatever it happens to be. Just set it aside because you know what your expenses are going to be based on what you did this year and based on some changes that you may like to make with your spending. If you find yourself having to save at the same time as paying off this year's holiday debt, then you have to figure out that and keep that into accounts and in your mind as well. Yeah, and that's a really good point is thinking about it ahead of time and setting up that savings plan, no matter what it is, even if it's not a Christmas club, you can set up your own. And there are lots of websites, a lot of accounts that'll let you make a sub account for a separate goal. And then you can just automatically move some of that money in there each month. So we do have a listener question. It is, I want to save during the holidays, but everyone acts like I'm cheap. How do I explain that I'm trying to stay out of debt and fix my finances? Yeah, I think this stems a little bit from the fact that talking about money is still taboo with your friends, even though we've certainly spent a lot of time over the last 15 years or so normalizing the idea of talking about money and being open and honest. But still, it is uncomfortable for a lot of people, and that's understandable. But I think being upfront and honest and say, listen, you know, I can't spend this much money right now. And I'd love to spend time with you during the holidays. And here are some things that, you know, I think that we'd be able to do and have fun together as a group. And I think it comes down to finding a way that's, you know, that everybody's going to be happy. And sometimes that means that you plan to spend in one area. Perhaps it is doing activities with your friends for the holidays that you might not want to spend money on at least in one respect, but then, you know, you have to decide which of these activities are important to you, which you want to prioritize, and maybe you can cut back somewhere else. It's going to be difficult for you to control how other people react to your need to save money. In fact, it's not only difficult, but it's impossible. You can't change someone's thoughts about, you you can try. I mean, you can certainly explain to people But they're always going to have a reaction and with good friends, they're going to be compassionate and understanding and they understand your situation if you are upfront and honest about it. You don't have to give them too many details, but they should take it at face value if you say that you can't spend money on this right now and you know there are other things you need to save for. Good friends will understand and they will support you and they will find things to do to include you and they will work around you in order to spend the time with you that they'd like to spend. And I know that's difficult in larger groups because you have to try to make everybody happy. But maybe there are other ways that you can spend time with people that conforms to your needs, but also allows everyone else to enjoy your company. So it's all about finding the right things that work for as many people as possible, which is tough when it comes to the holidays, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and I think that you make a really good point. Your true friends, the people who really care about you are going to look at that and and have compassion for your situation, Uh, kind of step back and say, wait, you know, wait a minute, you know, maybe they really do need to not spend this money. And that is, that's the key there is, is kind of honesty. And I also find talking about it beforehand, we try and have these sorts of, how are we going to set up our gift exchange 
conversations with my family, we try to have them before Thanksgiving so that everybody has time to adjust and say what they need to say and talk about their circumstances. So kind of giving that notice ahead of time rather than trying to come up with it in the moment can help as well. Part of the reason that we're afraid to tell people that we need to save money is we feel that our friends might feel that we are judging them and that by saying I need to save money makes it sound that the person who's hearing that comment isn't smart about their finances or isn't in control of their finances or is reckless or doesn't care. And I think helping to reassure your friends that you are not judging them, this is your situation, your situation only, and you have no problem with the theory of what's going on and what they're doing and what you're being asked to, you know, attend or whatever the activity is. And maybe it's maybe it's just a gift exchange. Maybe it's something that you can't do this year. I think all of us have in some way a fear of being judged and making someone feel comfortable and understanding that they're not being judged. You're not judging your friends is a good way for them to accept your situation and find ways to keep you involved. It's all about making someone comfortable and not making them think that the choices that you're making are any kind of judgment on the choices that they are making. Yeah, too often we... (laughs) We forget about that, and it's important to pay attention to the other the feelings of others as we go through this. So how do you handle holiday gift giving and holiday spending? Head on over to our Facebook community, hashtag adulting on Facebook, and let us know what you think about holiday spending, the rules that you put in, what kind of budget you think is reasonable. Share that information with us. We love to hear from you and have you join the conversation. Also, don't forget to subscribe. We are available on Apple Podcasts. You can go to adulting.tv slash iTunes. You can also find us on Google Play and on Stitcher. And remember, until next time, act like a grown-up. Thank you for listening to Adulting. Find resources for this episode or download other episodes at adulting.tv. Thank you.